Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. the ticket water cooler on 93.7 the ticket and we are still arguing about a goaltending play that either did or did not have i don't even know what all right i'm gonna ask the text line all right i'm gonna ask the text line is the shot that you guys are talking about the layup off of a Derek walker pass with about seven minutes left in the first half because that's the one i'm talking about the one that wilcher rebounded the one that wilcher rebounded and put back yeah that's is that the one that you guys are talking about because that's what I'm talking about. It was not a goaltend. The one that I ta- was talking about, we were looking for it, and you know, we, we can't we had, find it. We had minimum time there, but I thought it was early in the game. I don't think, you know, this one was under, seven like, minutes left points. in the first half. Yeah, this one was earlier, I think, and it was like Tom and I. I don't know if it was fast break, but he was at least attacking uh, the bucket, and uh, I think it was goaltending because I think it went off the backboard and then got swatted. Uh, I think I do not was, remember that shot. This might have been like I don't even know if it was. I don't think it was 0-0, but, I mean, it, it was pretty close to that. I mean, it was the start of the game. Now, the game also started pretty slow as far as points. That is true. Um, so, there's a few, few minutes you have to run well, through. Bo- both teams had eight blocks, so it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah, Ryan says Kugler and Bob both said it was goaltending. Which shot was it? I told I'm telling you, I think it was an earlier one than what you're thinking about. That's the only one I remember. I do mm. not remember Casey getting blocked again. Uh, again, I think it was earlier in the game, but we'll 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 still we'll look into it. We'll see if we can find. Just get keep arguing. To, yeah, or the, keep the one I'm talking about, I'm right. Well, yeah, but that's because <laughs> you're talking about the wrong one. That was not a clear goaltending at that time. And, and for what it's worth, if you case say Tamanaga, you know, as good as he is at finishing at the rim and, and finding crafty ways to do so, um, you know, once in a while your shot's going to get blocked when you're when you're that small. You can't yeah. let that stuff uh, bother you. And he didn't. He, he went right back to it. Um, the one Bach was referring to was definitely a goal 10. Um, Ryan says the box was in the first three to four minutes. Yeah, it was. It was oh. early well, in the it's game. not on this. This I can't find the full game. I can only find the <laughs> highlight one, and it's not on here because it's just, yeah, just a block. I don't so. think it was particularly a highlight. I don't even think anybody scored off of it, so I don't no. think they're going to show it in the highlights. Uh, but in any case, oh, well, I'd show a block. Nebraska should have won in regulation because of that play. <laughs> all right, there we go. All right. <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. Nebraska won. Yeah. KSA had 20. Yeah, and it was good stuff. All right, let's get to uh, some news today that, I, that I've noticed out there I think is a little bit interesting. Russell Westbrook has a deal in place with the Clippers now, the buyout with the Jazz uh, still pending. Uh, Russell Westbrook with the Clippers, who shook up the roster quite a bit um, b- before the All-Star break, uh, adding in Eric Gordon and Bones Highland. Now Russell Westbrook. You like the move for Tron Lue and the Clippers, or do you think that this is uh, Russell Westbrook is, is a danger sometimes in the locker room? I don't think he's a danger in the locker room. I think he, I think he'll be okay, depending on what role they're going to use him in. Because right now on their roster, they're point guards. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Bones Highland and Jason Preston. Yes. So you wonder, do you start? Because that's what I, my argument with Russ. Russ gets to start. He's played with Paul George before, right? He and they worked. They worked pretty well. Yeah. They didn't win much. They didn't win in the playoffs, did but Mello they won. They guys? won a decent amount. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they how, did. How did he? How yeah, did they he made the playoffs, that? and then Paul George <laughs> forgot how to defend. Yeah, D- don't put this on Melo. Don't you? <laughs> don't don't do this. Melo's OKC time was not his best. It was not. It was not. No, but it wasn't his fault. He did what he was brought there to do, which was score the ball. 
But again, to me, that's the correlation here with Russell Westbrook. We can dog on Russell Westbrook all he wants, all we want, because he's not an MVP candidate like he once was in his career. Yes, but now he is. Sorry, like, I'm not averaging a triple double. Before he was traded from the Lakers, he was truly a six man of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. And so, are the Clippers going to kind of continue him on that path? Because I think that's the best path for Russell Westbrook at this time, which is kind of the same thing. If you remember playoff Rondo, uh, it was the same type of idea where it's like mm-hmm. if this guy's on. Then you've got peak, you know, Russell. It's going to be hard to stop, and you just play with him throughout mm-hmm. that game. If he's not, bench him. Don't play him too much. Yeah, his, do you his have feelings aren't hurt? And do you, you have Russell Westbrook running your second unit, or do you have him starting with Paul George and Kawhi yeah. Leonard? And I mean, with with you know, I, I like Bones Highland as a, as a point guard, but I like him more as like a spark plug point guard, like a mm-hmm. six man, you know, seventh eighth guy off the bench. I don't know about his starting potential, whereas Russell Westbrook has shown you that he he is still a a decent starter if you put him in the right situation, but he's a really good six-man also. So I think the fact that he's played with Paul George before and the fact that he's shown the ability to take a backseat role when he was the six-man for the Lakers um, will probably went into this, and they've probably talked to him about starting, but he has to realize, like, this is not your team. You are not going to be the number one or the number two option. It's Kawhi Leonard and Paul George who are who are you know running things for the Clippers. You can be the third option, but you you have to be okay with that. And I think he is. I think he's going to be okay with that. And it's going to be really, it's going to be a fun time. I think having Russ and Paul George back together. Yeah, and and they they need to stay healthy. That's been a problem with them. Remember, two years ago they went to the Western Conference Finals. This past year, uh, they were in the play-in games and and actually in the, in good position but they lost both of the play-in games to get out of the of the playoffs but they did were dealing with injuries there mm. we'll see they kind of tried the John Wall experiment got rid of this Russell Westbrook probably a better version of the John Wall experiment mm-hmm. uh, we'll see kind of how uh, that goes on down the line Another and if int- you are wondering they do play the Lakers one more time mm. April 5th and they will be the away team it's the same building, but they will be the away team. <laughs> well, and re- that was part of the Russell Westbrook story. Returned to L.A., the home. Yeah. Now he's right back in now L.A. Now he's back he's in L.A. Home. The, literally the same place. Yes. So good for him. And the the funny part about all of this is probably that Russell Westbrook will go to the playoffs and the Lakers won't. So uh, who really won uh, that battle? Nobody. Who, nobody. who really wins? <laughs> nobody really wins uh, <laughs> But uh, from Russell's time with the Lakers. But uh, we'll kind of see. It's, it's interesting moving forward That because that's – the Clippers are a legitimate championship contender, um, and with with are Westbrook they? in there, well, I think with Westbrook in there, you think so? Certainly got. Yeah, they're thirty three and twenty eight. Everybody's thirty three and twenty eight in the West, <laughs> except for Denver. I don't know. I'd take Sacramento over the Clippers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're thirty two and twenty five. They got better record. <laughs> and not as playoff tested. We'll see. Tron lose a great X's and O's coach too. Yeah. Well, Kawhi's not very game tested since he doesn't play. Mm, well, they do. They are injured often, so he's not even hurt. Health is the he big just thing. sits. <laughs> Uh, in the NFL, the Eagles are interviewing Jim Leonard for their defensive oh. coordinator opening. Jim Leonard, of course, the former Wisconsin uh, defensive coordinator, looked like he was going to get the interim uh, got the job interim. boosted up to full-time there. They ended up going with Luke Fickle. Leonard decided, I'll stay for the bowl game, but that's it. I'm not staying on with the with this staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, former Buck or Badger himself um, moved to the, to the NFL's defensive coordinator. What do you think? I don't know. I do. Do you think he had this in mind the entire time? Like, hey, I'm gonna go to the NFL. Or I felt like Wisconsin was his dream job. He got passed up, and I understand not wanting to stay there, even if it's your alma mater. When you, I don't know about clearly, 
but had the support of all of the alumni and mm-hmm. the current players to get the job. Um, the powers that be saw or saw fit to not let that happen. So I understand him not wanting to stick around. Um, and moving on from the college game, I guess that makes sense to to kind of boost his own um, standing within the coaching ranks. Uh, We'll see where it goes, and maybe he'll be a defensive coordinator for for the Eagles for a time until the Wisconsin job opens back up, if it ever does. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a big step to, up to the NFL, but he was on a, you know just kind of a lineage of uh, Wisconsin defensive coordinators that that could get it done and, mm-hmm. and were getting it done. Uh, now, of- is that is that him, or is that just the system? Like, has the system changed for Wisconsin with a different defensive coordinator every time, or is it kind of you know? Like, everybody makes fun of Wisconsin for the longest time. They just ran the same thing. Like, it doesn't matter who the head coach is. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to play behind their offensive linemen, and they'll pass the ball, like, ten times a game, and they're not going to trust their quarterback. Yeah. Is that, you know, on the defensive side of things, is he actually a really good defensive coordinator? And this isn't me taking a shot at him. Just, is he actually a a really good defensive coordinator, or is it the system that Wisconsin ran that they just had recruited to for so long that it was, you know, almost impossible to mess up? Well, I think you get, certainly continuity helps. I think certainly um, complimentary football, like you're saying, kind of Wisconsin eat up the clock uh, type of mentality helps, which is going to change this year. So I think their numbers uh, were that way. And and whenever Nebraska would play them, they just have these outstanding, like, you can't get uh, 80 yards rushing on this team. Uh, or 250 total yards on this, and then Nebraska would go out there and rush for like 180 and, and get 430 total yards. Still lose because it's Nebraska-Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it was always just kind of interesting. They looked like this immovable object until Nebraska's struggling offenses played them, and then it was fine. Uh, but uh, so I think that that does play into it. I think that certainly the division they play in, uh, you know, battling Iowa's offense always mm-hmm. gives you a good break a year. Um, Minnesota, some of these other offenses are doing the same thing where they're bleeding clocks, so both the defensive numbers look pretty good. And, and you have to, you know, Minnesota and Iowa have similar success over the last couple of years with their defense as far as being top five, top ten defenses. Um, so I think it's a little bit of both. But, you, I mean, at the same time, they they had Dave Aranda there. They had Justin Wilcox there that, that before – uh, before Jim Leonard as defensive coordinators, I think that sustainability, that like continuity, like you're saying, is, is certainly helpful there. But I think you got to give him a lot of credit because I, I, I kind of think the same way with what Nebraska's hire is with Matt Rule is I think that they're doing the right thing theoretically. I think practically they're taking the right approach, hiring the right guy with the right mindset to win in the Big Ten West. That doesn't mean it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can say we're going to emphasize offensive line and defense. And that's what's going to win in the Big Ten West, and hire a guy that wants to do that. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't have the the skill set, or if he just it's easier you know, said than done. It's a lot easier said than done. Um, so I, I give him a lot of credit, um, but at the same time, um, you know, it's just one of the. It's, it's almost like he's the Ryan Day of of Wisconsin defensive coordinators, <laughs> where you know it was handed to him in a really good position, and he mm-hmm. kept it where it was. Yeah, and I and I get that. It's it's. Like I said, it's kind of that Wisconsin, you know, that Barry Alvarez tree that they were mm-hmm. under for so long, and uh, the Wisconsin powers that be finally decided to get out from under the shade and and you know start their own lineage with the with the hire that they made. So um, Jim Leonard not sticking around. If he does, is he hired? Or is he interviewing for? He's it? interviewing. He's interviewing yeah, for yeah. it. If if he does end up getting it, it'll be really interesting. He's going to a defense that was one of the best. 
Uh, some people would say oh, yeah. the best in the NFL, uh, depending on who they lose and who, who they bring in. Uh, they're still going to have a really good defense to, to match up with that Jalen Hurts-led offense. So if he ends up getting that job, this will be a really big test. But I think it would line up really well for him in terms of the pieces, again, potentially, um, that he'll have to work with uh, in his first NFL job. Yeah, and, and he's definitely a guy, too, that – you know he's young enough in his career and, and and really hot at this point that he's kind of the kind of the big name left out there. I'm surprised he didn't get a college head coaching job. Mm, me too. Maybe it's yeah. maybe it was just you know kind of teams thinking kind of what I was thinking where oh well he was handed that he was handed the defense in a, in a really good spot and he just kind of kept it there. How good is he really? Do we want to hire him as defensive coordinator? I'm sure he didn't want to go somewhere else in the college ranks to be a defensive coordinator. He wanted to be a head coach and move up the ranks. Nobody wanted to give him that position presumably because he didn't get it um so possibly going to the nfl being a defensive coordinator would i I don't know how many coordinators are hired from the nfl to be head coaches in college so maybe that's that's his goal is to to go to the nfl remain in the nfl or maybe he wants to come back to college um either way if he ends up getting this Eagles job, it'll be a really big boost on his resume. Well, and he did play in the NFL, too. So kind of like you were saying earlier, if his goal was Wisconsin, that looks like he's going to have to wait to see if this Luke Fickle thing burns mm-hmm. down to get another chance at it. And in, in the meantime, um, going to have to kind of build up his resume and stay relevant. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fascinated to see what happens because he's, uh, like you said, I, I mean, he's a hot name in the, in the in college football circles. He could do the thing where he's just an analyst for a year, but he's, he's almost too hot for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he would. He, he would was just an interim an head coach. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is that I think maybe the lack of interest or, or or interviews was because he was he was thinking that he was in line for that Wisconsin job, so maybe not showing much interest elsewhere. And that Luke Fickle thing happened in a matter Quickly. of hours. That was like he probably didn't. It, it, the jobs were filled up pretty quickly at that point. So I don't know how many interviews he would have had because he probably thought that he had that lined up. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it was, is he just didn't get to interview with many places to be a head coach. Maybe the defensive coordinator spots were filled by the time he uh, wasn't coaching at Wisconsin anymore. So maybe maybe this Eagles thing is just a, a second option for which is kind of crazy to say, oh, the NFL's you know, plan B. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think... I think he'll do well uh, wherever he goes, and, and he's just a hot young coach to, to look out for and see what happens there. But uh, would be inheriting, like you said, another good situation like he did at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the Eagles would be would be right up there and keep rolling. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, did you catch too much of it? I honestly didn't watch a single second. No. <laughs> Is it because of the names? Was it? No, I, I wanted to. I just, yeah. I just didn't. It was I a had, busy weekend. I had family in town. We went to the women's game. I went to mm-hmm. the men's game. Um, when we, when I wasn't at PVA, I was at home and we were just all hanging out and talking. So I, I didn't watch any of it. I caught the highlights of, uh, really the lowlights of the Knicks in the, uh, all-star competitions, aside from Quentin Grimes doing really well in the rising stars challenge. Um, but Jericho Sims just putting his arm in the rim and, uh, Julius Randle only getting 13 points in the three point <laughs> contest. Uh, not the greatest showing, but, uh. I, I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. I heard it was yeah. very boring. It was. I mean, I, I think Mac McClung did a good job of you know as far as getting a lot of people's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's but he's a he's a G League guy that was signed for what a ten day two way contract. Um, and um, 
you know, maybe he can kind of revive the slam dunk cost contest a little bit if he can wants to defend the championship next year. I don't know why you wouldn't let him. I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't know why he wouldn't be interested. This yeah. is kind. Of, this well, is he be said his claim to they fame. asked him afterwards, and he said, "If they let me, mm. I would love to, you know, face whoever." Yeah. Zion said he might do it next year. Right. So that would be, that would be helpful. I keep seeing pictures of, you know. The the all star games in like the nineties with like the skills competition, the slam dunk, the three point contest, and it's all like superstars oh, doing yeah. it. And everybody's oh, yeah. like, "What happened? Like, why yeah. why did we just stop? Uh, why did the superstars just stop going into the dunk contest? You still have them in the three point challenge. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson won it. Damian Lillard yeah. added to his already stellar uh, all star weekend resume with a three point championship. Like three point contest, you get stars. The dunk contest." You get guys who could jump high. You, you don't necessarily get the stars who are also really good dunkers. LeBron's never done it. I don't know if John Morant's going to end up doing it. Zion finally might do it next year. As hopefully he doesn't get hurt right before. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's weird. It's very yeah. weird. Jericho Sims can jump out of the gym. Like the dude has Why a massive vertical, so and they were watch, very boring. He did the same dunk. <laughs> like if twice. he would have done the two arm in the rim, and then something like the two arm in the rim, very impressive. Yeah. But if he would have done something else instead of oh, I'm gonna put my arm in the rim again, like again. it's it's extremely impressive the fact that he's able to get that high to do it. But like you can't do the same. dunk. You can't do the same. Like, dunk. You had this whole time, and you just... you're not spinning. You're not no. double clutching. You're not doing anything. You're not throwing it off the side of the backboard. Like, what are you doing? Now, Jason Tatum did wait. He was in the uh, he was in the three point contest. Didn't fare as well there. Uh, knocked out the first round. He waited till the, the third quarter or whatever they're calling it of the NBA All Star contest, where he was like eight of ten uh, from beyond the arc. And uh, by the end of that game, they were just each shooting half court shots. I mean, it was ugly. Dame shot it from beyond half court, and he did and hit drained it. it. Yeah. Uh, that's the highlight. The the what you don't see in those highlights is everybody else trying to match it. <laughs> is that <laughs> all they were doing? Good. Well, it was just it, as uh, as Jalen uh, Brown called it a uh, a glorified layup line because that's what it was. The defense was like, we're not going to play defense if you like if you're. I mean, we'll put a hand up, mm. but you're not even running to stop a guy from getting a layup. So it was really like. What do you? What are we gonna do? Fantastic on this drive down. You can get a great dunk. You can take a three. Yeah. But you're not gonna have much resistance. Mm. And like, who's gonna score? And so Jason Tatum ended up setting the record with 55 points in an All Star game. But and 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 he a lot of it came from three. So he was just I don't care how you know they put a hand up in your face. I don't care how you know, it's impressive to hit like eight threes in a row or hit eight out of ten in a quarter. Yeah. One way or the other. Um. But. I don't know. It it just was not a game. Michael Malone, who who coached it, uh, said that's the worst basketball game ever played. <laughs> wow. All right. So that uh, Jeez. that's kind of how that was. So apparently, I didn't miss much. No, and I just I wonder what they're going to do to try to try to fix that. Um, of course, they tried, and, and the other thing, but it's not like oh, I'm, I got a zany idea. Put in some put in some uh, celebrities or get the guys mic'd up. They've done that. They've tried yeah. just about everything. They had guys mic'd up last night. They have the celebrity version. I just don't, I don't know, know what you do. You, what you got to do is you have your all-stars, and then you have your defensive all-stars. You're all hustle guys, <laughs> and you throw them on the other team. So you have your all-stars you're versus not, your all-defense. That's not, that's not the wrong answer. You're, you're actually probably right Like, can there. you imagine a team with, 
with uh with Rudy Gobert and Juan Toscano Anderson and like I, I can't even think of it. Draymond Green. Like you just have guys who are just like all hustle all the time on one side and then you have your all stars on the other one. Remember the uh, So it's like we might not score a lot, but we're gonna keep you from scoring. Yeah. Remember that uh, spring game where there was offense versus defense, and it was actually like it was interesting. It was kind of close, and mm-hmm. obviously the defense wasn't going to score points too much, but they would get points for sacks or, or th- three and outs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think you do have to do that. I think you have to get the Washington Generals or whoever it is that the, just get uh, your all the people who are up for all defense. Yeah, you throw them right there, and you get your all stars on the other <laughs> side. Yeah, I, I think that might be a good idea, but then you still don't worry about get injured. Uh, in an all-star game. So well, play, just play. Yeah. You'll be okay. I don't know. Maybe there is fixing it. Maybe there's not. But either way, uh, somewhat entertaining from uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. All right, we'll take a break. We'll invite Nick Sanderton in and we'll talk about proposals to shorten the college football game. Shorten the college football game? What's wrong with him? We'll talk about it next.